This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. All right. Good evening. It is the Squared Circle Digest. I am Sean Stanley, and I will be your host for the next yeah, probably 30, 45 minutes. Quick show here tonight. But wanted to make sure I jumped on and talked a little wrestling here tonight and uh already jumping off in the comments there's a gator and cane battle going on in there so uh tony and frankie going at each other ewd jr how we doing and everybody we had the aew evolution pay-per-view happened over the weekend as well as we had a big big uh what do we call it big uh happenings in the bloodline angle that happened on raw. And then also some of the WrestleMania matches started taking shape cat for life. What's up, Terry? What's up? Um, let's see. Cat for life says, where do I start? Bro. Last night was awesome. And I think, you know what, let's go ahead and let's start with raw. And then we will transfer over to talk about AEW evolution. Um, the Raw, uh, sorry, Raw, not last night, but Raw Monday night. Or no, wait, yeah, today's Tuesday. Duh, I'm thinking it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. So what happens when you just keep continuously try to pump out content? Forget what day it is. But uh, they did the uh, bloodline angle. You kind of finally, I wouldn't call it a con- maybe the, the conclusion for Sami Zayn part of the bloodline angle as uh, Jay Uso. At the end of the show, it was Jimmy Uso against Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn gets the victory. Jay kind of walks into the ring, has a stare down with Jimmy. You see him walk out of the ring. He leaves. And um, then he goes and he stands next to Sami. They do the We the One salute, gives him the hug. The Boston crowd ate it up. I was probably, it was a loud crowd. Boston crowds usually are pretty good anyways, but they ate that up. And then the turn, the super kick and Jay turns on Sammy and then they're beating him down. And you're thinking, Oh, oh who can come out for the save is going to be KO. No, it's Cody Rhodes. And, and I think they have set this up. I mean, again, they had the crowd eating out of their hands. I'm not sure how many honestly really thought that Jay would team with Sammy. You know, honestly, maybe, uh, you know, there's people out there that think that that might have happened. That, but uh, that was never going to be the, 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 the outcome of this. You know, it's ultimately this is going to be now the way they're writing the Sammy. Now it's Sammy going to have to kind of you know, go back and look at everything he's done wrong and probably atone for those. And ultimately it should lead to, I believe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on the Usos at WrestleMania for the undisputed tag team titles. Um, And you did see in the background on one of the vignettes, I believe it was the Elias and Boogs when uh, Bronson Reed and them, if you looked in the back of that, um, it's out on social media. If you haven't seen it, you can probably find it. There's Cody talking to KO in the background. And, and again, and a lot of it is leading up to ultimately 
again, you got to build this up. And I, I believe they're building it up very well. Um, let's see here. Uh, Polly King 305. What's up, Sean? You had a chance to look into women of wrestling and particularly I have, I haven't been able to watch a lot of their matches. I haven't been able to, to Polly King, not going to lie to you. I, I followed up though. I did read about them and, and they're pretty, you know, I like, I like, and I talked to you, I think I sent a message earlier. I think it's one of those things where they stand for something and that's ultimately going to be, I think what helps them out. Even if well, I haven't watched much of the wrestling at all, Polly King. So, but just the fact that, you know, the message that they sing. And again, women of wrestling is a little bit different than all women's group. So I think, and they do stand out, they stand out in that group as well. So, but I will definitely, you know, and, and if, if you can, I'd love to have them on the show as well. So Polly King, let me know. And uh, we'll try to make that happen. Uh, Dad and Gil Martinez in two a time in uh jason dow trish stratus did return last week and then she was back in this week and now they're doing a they set up for the uh six woman tag at wrestlemania which i'm guessing is probably going to be night one because they are still looking at doing a tag team triple threat match with um damage control becky and um lita and then ronda and Shayna defending the the tag team titles as well. So ultimately I think it's going to be, you're going to see night one, maybe be the tag team titles night two, the six women or vice versa there. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be an assault edge also attacked Finn Balor. supposedly again, again, you know, reading all the different reports and there's been about four or five outlets. I don't know if they're all getting it from the same person, but they said it's going to be the brood edge against the demon Finn Balor in a hell in a cell match at WrestleMania. I think ultimately that's a good end off of the feud. If that's what the way they're going, then that needs to be the end of that feud. So we'll see what happens. Also SmackDown, they're going to have some stuff going on. You saw Oscar and, and Bianca. Now it's kind of turned into a respect thing. And um, we'll see. I'd rather have Oscar hopefully in, in the next couple of weeks goes more heelish and I would like to see that set up for, for that match. But I thought raw last night, again, I, I think it's, it's been good, man. It's good. It's, it's developing stories. You have Chad Gable now going to be end up breaking away from alpha Academy going on his own. You're going to see Otis ultimately go to uh, maximum male models, which I think is better for him. Chad Gable, I've heard is going to get a monster push. What that means, I have no idea. And I'm not saying a main event push, but he's going to get pushed, you know, pretty well as a singles competitor. I don't, I doubt they get up and be in the main event talk, but we shall see what happens there. Um, let's see. Let's go back to the comments. Uh, Terry, I think Sammy's going to interfere in the Cody and Roman match. See, I don't, I don't think they do that. I don't, I don't know that they do that, but my it's so hard to say, man. I, I think Sammy is not the one. Again, if it's not WrestleMania and it's another pay-per-view, maybe. Maybe the interference from, from Sammy. But I just don't see in the WrestleMania main event, which will probably be night two, Sunday night, to end WrestleMania. It be I mean, if it's going to be anything, it's going to be The Rock. It's going to be, you know, something that, 
that goes throughout everything. Because I think the whole thing now for Sammy is going to be, you know, the Usos now because of what happened last night with the Usos and Solo and, and the way they attacked them and, and left them laying now. I think you're going to start seeing more less of the geared toward Roman now and more geared toward taking out Usos and Solo. So I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that that won't happen because, again, they could they could set up to where Sammy comes out and you think Cody's going to go over, Roman kicks out, then they keep going for a little bit longer. I mean, there's, there's everything on the table when it comes to WrestleMania, but for a finish, I don't know that, you know, that's got the WrestleMania oomph that, that I'm looking for. Again, my my opinion. Um, they're doing a good job. I think at WrestleMania, Cody and Sammy can work together to take down the bloodline. I think ultimately, before, I think you're end up seeing, it's going to be probably KO, Cody, and Sammy against the Usos and Solo um, coming up. I know uh, Roman just took on Sammy again in a house show in Toronto and, um, and, and went over on him in Toronto. So, you know, I, I think ultimately that, that leads into another, sh- another program. We'll see what they do with Cody. Cause once Cody gets the title on, if that's what they do, then, you know, but then again, maybe the Usos and solo cost Cody and then Cody goes and feuds with them a little bit too. I just, I don't know. I, I, I almost feel WWE's painted themselves in the corner where this has to be, the payoff has to be Cody winning. Although I don't think that that's what's best for big picture WWE. But but I almost feel like it's got that feel of Cody needs and must win this to, you know, or else you kind of just poo-poo all over, all over his character. So we'll see how they go. Maybe they end up doing something. Like, I just don't know that the main event of WrestleMania ends that way. I know they did the cash in the one time with Seth Rollins and that there, but most of the times the WrestleManias are pretty solid as far as, um, you know, black and white with a winner. Um, Tour Time says, I'm not a fan of the six women tag at Mania. I don't understand why they couldn't do a rematch for the titles and maybe a Trish Bailey one-on-one. I mean, the only thing that, that I think maybe they worry about is, you know, Trish hasn't wrestled one-on-one bout in a while. You don't want to do that on the, you know, Again, it, it's not Stone Cold coming back for a street fight with Kevin Owens. It would be Trish Stratus and Bailey in, in a wrestling match, you know. And, and again, not taking anything away, but when you're out of the ring for a long time, you know, sometimes you just do you want to take that many bumps? Because Bailey's going to be the heel. So Trish is going to have to be bumping for her through most of the match. So this also helps out, you know, that end of it there. But I, I do understand. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the tag team champions being in a six women championship match. I, I wish they would have done something, maybe put the belts on Ronda and maybe they do it before WrestleMania hits there. Ronda and Baszler win the titles. So then you have the six woman tag there. You've got the, the two raw and the SmackDown women's titles, and then you can defend the tag team titles. Um, Polly King. I appreciate that, man. Um, Let's see. Gil Martinez says, do you think the bloodline will turn on each other? I, I don't know that that's going to, the only way I see that happening is maybe if the rock, if the rock would have showed up beforehand. Now, I think now with Jay doing what he did, that that's no longer there as far as an, to me as an option to have him. Cause now 
Jay just showed that he's bloodline. So why would he, you know, maybe if it was um, another member of the Samoan dynasty or something like that, maybe they bring in a Jacob Fatu or, or somebody like that. And then they can kind of divide the bloodline that way through the Samoan roots, maybe. But when you look at the bloodline, it's, it's the three brothers and then the cousin Roman. So it's solo Jay and Jimmy, the brothers, and then the cousin uh, Roman. So I don't know that they end up turning on each other. Although they have, they have kind of, you know, Solo's been kind of acting, you know, his facial. Um, when Roman talks to him, sometimes his facial, like, kind of like, you're going to talk to me like that. You know, he's, you're kind of seeing little things like that kind of happen. So maybe Solo in the long run, maybe breaks away, but I just, I'm not sure that, uh, that they're going to turn on each other, especially at WrestleMania. I don't see that happening. Uh, Steven Gonzalez. What's up, my man. Um, I have not talked to AEW revolution yet, but I will get into AEW um, here in a minute. Um, and then also with WWE, this, uh, the Cody and Roman, uh, that was on SmackDown. They talked to each other and, you know, they're, they're kind of making it a little bit more personal with, uh, Roman, you know, saying, um, you know, Dusty, um, how do you word it? He said, Dusty didn't train you. He trained me, you know, and, and there's truth to that, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, they, they, they're starting to make this more personal match. And I think it's going a good route. Um, another little thing that happened at Raw last night was Vince McMahon was there. Vince McMahon apparently sat in the gorilla position the whole night. Nobody knows what his actual uh, role or, or if anything was, but he was there the whole night. John Cena returned. He'll take on Austin Theory now at WrestleMania. And, and we'll see where, you know, where where that leads as well. I just... I see this as kind of a, I don't want to say a passing of the torch because to me, theory's here and Cena's way up here. So it's not a passing of the torch, but maybe to elevate Austin theory a little bit more because I, I can't say it's a passing of the torch moment with, um, you know, with, uh, Lo, uh, sorry, Logan, I just saw the question that was being asked with uh, Austin theory and John Cena. And then also, um, let's see, Anthony Manzana asking, what are you going to expect from Logan Paul, Seth Rollins match? Honestly, I think that might be the match that steals the show. I hate to say it, but Logan Paul, man, has shown he's taken the pro wrestling pretty damn good. And Seth Rollins is very meticulous in his work. So there won't be a lot of rushing things and, and things like that. And, and I think you might see them two end up uh end up uh taking out taking taking home match of the night, match of WrestleMania. Honestly, I mean those two have an opportunity. Um, let's see. Uh Sean, you think Theory will beat Cena clean? I think with where they are in their careers right now.
I think Theory has to win clean. Or maybe not even clean. But Theory has to win. Because, again, Theory being the heel and the the punk and, you know, all everything you want to put on the character that he's doing now, he could cheat and win. And necessarily know that he's, but 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 he I believe he has to win or else you 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 take away everything you've built up now with with Austin Theory. Same thing with Gunther to me. If if they end up doing the the triple threat match with uh, Drew and Sheamus and and Gunther, Gunther has to win because you've you've made those belts mean so much on those specific individuals, and now you get to the biggest stage of them all. And they lose them? Just doesn't make sense. And, and you lose them to a part-timer? And I, I know John Cena doesn't like the part-timer, the part-timer rule, but that's what he is now. That's what he's become. That's where he is at his, in his career. He's doing more movies now than he's doing wrestling. So I think with what they've done with the belts, you, you have to put, them, put him over. Um. Let's see, two times says, I don't think Cody gets the title. I feel like he hasn't been there long enough and he's coming from AEW. Doesn't make sense to have a guy come in with five to six matches under his belt in WWE and he beats Reigns. No way. But see, the whole thing is it's it's about the story that they laid out. That is the one part where I think some of this, you know, again, it, it leads you to think that, you know, that they might put Cody over. I think in the best interest of WWE, they don't. But that's that's my opinion there. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? How many matches does WrestleMania have already set up? I believe it's nine. I believe it's nine right now. Uh, says Anthony says, Sean, for me, Austin Theory is not ready to go into the deep end yet. I fear going to freeze up and not perform against Cena in a 30-minute match. Yeah, but see, I don't know if that's going to go 30 minutes. It depends what night they put that tie, that match on. Because there's a lot of matches where they can cover up um, time. The, the, the six women's tag, they can give that some time. Um, Charlotte against um, oh, Rhea is probably going to get time. Uh, Bianca against Asuka will probably get time. You know, Cody and Roman are going to get time. Omos and Brock Lesnar, probably not so much time. Uh, Lashley and Fiend, depending if they do a cinematic match, that might take time. If it's a regular match, probably not too much time. Um, ultimately, I think you're going to get the Gunther match on there. That's a sick, that's a three, a triple threat match. That might get a little bit of time. And then if you have the Usos taking on, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, that's probably going to get some time. So you might be able to eat away a little bit at that Austin Theory. And then again, you know, the long ramps down, the long stages, a lot of time you can cut time off there. Doesn't have to be all, it might be a 20, 25 minute match, but maybe only 10 minutes of wrestling, 15 minutes of wrestling. You know, and again, he could just roll them up and cheat and pull his jorts and hold them down for the three count, you know, but I think. He's not ready for the deep end as far as going after Roman and things like that. But what they're doing with the United States title with him is where he needs to be. And ultimately, I think this is kind of a thing where it's like, you know, 
I don't think he goes over clean on Cena, but I, I think he pins he beats Cena ultimately. Because I just don't think Cena's gonna be around. Um let's see here. Does Logan beat Seth? I hope not, Frankie. I hope not. Uh, do you think WWE brings back the League of Nations and have it be a climate of UK? You know, honestly, I thought they were going to do that, but then they did the Banger Brothers or whatever the hell that was. Um, an interesting uh, Instagram post from MVP last night. It had Carmelo Hayes, the Street Profits, and Omos kind of, you know, together like they were the maybe possibly the new Hurt Business or something like that. So that might be interesting. But I was hoping they would do something with with the you you know, the wrestlers like that. But they didn't do anything for it. Uh, Terry, if Cody wins, what would be next for Roman? That that is the, that's why I say big picture for WWE. It doesn't make sense to me because, look, I, I love Cody. I lo- I love Cody. I love, you know, everything he does. How hard he busts his ass every night when he's out there performing. Everything he does to get ready to perform. But I don't know that he's who. Who do you have him? Who do you have him go against? Who 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 do you put in a pay per view match against Cody Rhodes? That that maybe draws money. Whereas you have Brock Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes. Does that that doesn't have the same ring? And that's why I'm saying long term. I think it, it might hurt. But again, maybe Roman's got something to do. And I apologize if you can hear my dogs going crazy right now. Um, but ultimately I think what happens is if Cody went, hold on one moment. Sorry about that. I had to get the door. Um, so well, I had to get somebody to get the door. I'm sorry. So, um, but ultimately I think the thing is going to be is that Long term, I just for for WWE, it doesn't make sense to put the belt on Cody, and and that's where I I'm having my dilemma as a longtime wrestling fan and 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 you know former independent wrestler and things like that on on the business side because again WWE is a business, it's not an independent where you know we put the title on him tomorrow and we can take it off on the next show. You diminish the titles that way to me, and I was always hoping that they would say. This is for the WWE heavyweight title, or this is for the universal title and make Roman defend it on two nights. Then he can lose one and keep one. And then, then everything else, you know, goes wherever, you know, uh, Sean, who would you like to see champion? I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I, I would love to have seen Sammy win it in Canada. I would have loved to seen him win it the other night at Elimination Chamber. But again, that's short term because then I think Roman needs to get it back to to add the prestige. Because again, like the, the problem I have with with Sammy is the same problem I have with Cody. Long term, who, who do you book him against? What are your programs against, you know, Will they be some great wrestling matches? Probably some of the best. Because you can put Cody against Seth. That that wrestling-wise, in the ring, fantastic. Money-wise, drawing, we'd have to see. Because, again, for some reason, 
when the you know the smaller guys, smaller guys, get the belts, it, it, it doesn't draw for some reason, and that goes back to, um, you know, Eddie Guerrero when he won the title. You know, they put the title on him. Everything was great. The matches were fantastic, right? The gates were down. The how the live shows were down. They weren't drawing. That's why the belt was removed off of them. Now they don't do so many house shows. It's usually like a Saturday and a Sunday, whereas before it was like Thursday, Friday, you know, uh, Saturday, Sunday. Then you had Monday, Tuesday were the tapings, and then they moved into Fridays. So, but, but ultimately, for some reason, when the smaller guys get the title, you know, again, Seth had the belt for a while and was doing good. Roman got the title, and now it's been around him because of. You know, the once COVID ended and everything happened, you know, that that's where the title stayed. And with what they built with Roman, I just don't know that a Cody, a Sammy, a Kevin Owens, those guys beat them. And, and that's kind of also where WWE to me has painted themselves in a corner because who do you have beat Roman? Do you bring in like you know, the whole lot of talk was the rock, but do you put Roman over on The Rock? If, if The Rock was to come in for this WrestleMania, would you have had The Rock beat Roman? Because to me, that's a no. Uh, let's see here. The Brawling Brutes, Pete Dunn, Rich Holland, Tyler Bate, Gallus, Markov. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But they could have done that, but I, I think they've messed it up now. Or maybe, ultimately, maybe Sheamus and Drew... You know, with, with what they do, um, with the triple threat match with, with Gunther, maybe they end up doing something like that. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll get the little factions together and have them feud for a little while. Um, yeah, no, I mean, but again, Logan Paul, Frankie says, I really like how Logan Paul told the fans to shut up. That was good. It, it It's good, but also to me, when you're in WWE, I don't, do you need to tell? I, I still think the same thing with the AEW. Do, do you, you're, you're there. You're at the top of the sport of professional wrestling. And you have to, you're going to yell, shut up to the crowd. That That's an indie move because, you know, as soon as you say that, the crowd's going to get louder. You know, the, the first thing that we learn when you're a heel, go find a kid in the crowd you know, make him mad because once he starts yelling at you, then the whole crowd's going to get behind him and start yelling at you too. It's it's like it's like indie heel work one hundred and one. You know, yes, you have to prove it in the ring. You have to be heelish too in the ring, but that was the easiest thing to do. You know, so that's kind of where I feel there is where, like, I still think Logan Paul has some things to learn. You know, like you know, Seth Rollins just stops, waves the mic, and what happens? The crowd starts singing. Because he know he's got the crowd. You don't have to be like, okay, crowd sing. No, he just starts waving them, and the crowd knows what to do. You know, the Miz, the whole thing when he holds his hand up, my when I hold my hand up, mouth goes shut. What happens when he holds his hand up? They go louder. So that's what that's what you know. They, they've trained the audience. That's the thing with WWE audience to me is they're they're almost so trained that you don't get the raw emotion that you get from an AEW crowd because they know what what they're almost deconditioned on how to act at a show. Um, Sean, you think that moment at the end of Raw 
last night was a passing of a torch from Cena to Cody. You know, I, I, I would like to say yes, but I just don't know that Cody's there yet. You have to remember what John Cena was. John Cena carried WWE. Now, yes, you know, it's, it's a nice moment for him to introduce Cody and kind of, you know, hold his hand up and all there. But now Cody's got to hit a home run, right? And another thing where I'm saying is with what you just said there, and now that I'm thinking about it as I'm running through my head, that's almost another point to showing that ultimately Cody's probably winning at WrestleMania, right? You bring Cena back in. You have him introduce Cody Rhodes for just to introduce him, to bring him out, to raise his hand and and hug him and show him that, you know, the support. So maybe you can look at it as a passing of, of a torch, but Cena did a lot more for that company, you know, and, and Cena's getting the, the rewards from it. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a, odd way to do the passing of the torch in a way to me to me uh may they put roman versus the winner of wyatt and lashley i i just look man i love bray wyatt's creativity but they need to lasso that in a little bit it's just it's getting where it's just there's just stuff running everywhere you know so it's going to be interesting to see what that match is and what it looks like um Vince is looking out for his old friends. Uh, Sean is being the top star and the top merchandise seller mutually exclusive, or you can have those. You can have those to be separate. Um, no, they can. They could be separate. They can be separate. Um, for instance, um. When Kofi Mania kicked off, Kofi, no, he ended up being the top by winning the belt. He ended up being the top star. But up to that point, his merchandise sales took off during that whole Kofi Mania thing. Ultimately, yes, he got the title and he had it for, you know, a couple months and this and that. But no, I, I don't think the top star and the top merchandise seller are always the same. Um, you know, I mean, Cena was a top merchandise seller no matter what all that time. And was he the face of it? Yes. Was he the top star? They tried to push other people. You had Lesnar there. You had other people there. But um, I think as you become the top star, maybe you end up vice versa becoming the top merchandise seller just because, you know, like with Cody, for instance, when I went to uh, – What's the show they had here? It was a blue of the house show, and Cody was still out. They had three things of his still selling, even though he was on the shelf. And I think they only had like one. They had one Roman shirt. Um, they had a couple Bray things, but Cody was was the top seller by far. At least from what I saw with the merchandise that was going out, Cody was probably the top seller there. And he's not, you know, he's not the top star right now, but. Again, is it leading that way? Uh, Sean, do you think Rhea Ripley? If you're asking me if I think she beat Charlotte Flair, I hope so. Rhea Ripley deserves. The only thing that I'm worried about is 
her being the judgment day, holding them back and putting the title on her. That, that's my only worry in, in that area there. Do I think she's ready for it? Yes. Do I think her beating Charlotte Flair is a perfect bow tie for her winning her first heavyweight title, women's heavyweight title in the WWE? Yes, because remember, it was Charlotte Flair that took the NXT title from her at WrestleMania two years ago or three years ago. I forgot which one it was. Now this can tie it all together, and she gets her moment and becomes the WWE Women's Champion, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, and goes there. But the problem I'm worried about now as I watch some of this stuff is with what's happening with Judgment Day. Does that affect the thought process of the WWE as far as putting the title on her with her being in the Judgment Day? Um, Big Nick says, is there any reason Bobby Lashley isn't the biggest star in the world? It's... It's, it's about timing, man. It's about timing. And and the problem I see a lot with Lashley is that they they give him the push at a, at a bad time, man. Like, like right now, it was him and Lesnar. They were having good matches. Lesnar couldn't get out of the hurt lock, so he does a low blow. Lashley wins that match. Now they separate him. When you could have the that match again, you know, the feud ends at WrestleMania. There must be a winner. You know, you could do even, um, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the, um, the, uh, when, when the 10 count, they can't get up. I'm not calling it the Texas death match for them, but, um, you know, you could have the, the last man standing match, a last man standing match. That way there's no pins, no, sub, no submissions. You just have to beat your man down between Lashley and Lesnar at WrestleMania. That should have been the match not breaking it up and having Omos take on Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley taking on the Fiend. If anything, put the Fiend against Omos. That, to me, that's where the, the, the whole thing around with Bobby Lashley happens is that when he has those defining moments, they don't follow through with them. And that's not a Bobby Lashley thing. That's a WWE thing. It happened before, and that's why he left and he went to TNA. So... Um, let me see what else we got here. Rusev Day was number one merch at one time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Big Nick, you say SP should turn heel. Where, where, where are you saying SP? Who are we talking about? I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, SP, SP, SP. No, Ripley won the Raw title. I'm sorry. I did say first WWE title. I'm sorry. You're correct. She did win the Raw Women's title. But I mean, this one's cementing beating um, Charlotte. You're you're correct, Big Nick. I'm sorry, man. You're right. I misspoke. Um, what I think of Dominic, uh, Frankie's asking, is a very good villain because of Judgment Day. I just hope Ray finally smacks him and the fight is set up for WrestleMania. Yeah, but then I, this is the other thing, too, is where if he smacks Ray and they have the match at WrestleMania, Dominic has to win, right? Dominic has to win that fight, that match. Now, can you have Damian Priest or somebody maybe interfere? 
by hook or crook. Cap for life. Uh, let's see. Frankie Fresco says, and Ripley for me is hot. Cap for life says, I would let her pin me. All right. I think we got the WWE out. So we're going to jump over now and we will talk a little AEW revolution happened. Um, Sunday night, all the way till midnight, because that's what you do, right? You put on a show and you run it till midnight. And, and I'll tell you this right now. I did not spend $50 on the pay-per-view. I will not spend $50 on another AEW pay-per-view. Um, let's see here. I thought Revolution wouldn't be good because, like you said, uh, Jason Dow uh, has to get better with the lead-up stories for Revolution. Feels the lesser pay-per-view. Yeah, it feels like a lesser pay-per-view, but also it's it's about the storytelling. And that in that whole show, Revolution, and by the way, great in-ring pay-per-view. So I got I got my own personal issues with some of the stuff that happened and the way stuff happened, but I thought, you know, what I saw of it, it, it performed and it and it did well with, with what they were trying to do. But in general, with what you're saying, Jason, is that I think the they do too much long storytelling with their main events. They try to throw little nuggets in there for you to catch, and then you know, and and where it goes, and and things like that. Um, you know, the Jungle Boy Christian Cage that thing's been going on. It feels like for damn year or maybe longer because of injuries. I get it. And things like that. Hopefully that's over now. We'll see. Um, Moxley and, and page. I thought. Um, ended well. The problem I got with the, with the whole thing is that it doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Watching Moxley bleed. It's like, it's like now when Moxley bleeds, it's like watching Ray Mysterio come to the ring with a mask. I'm used to seeing it. Moxie's just cut his forehead in the back and come out bleeding. Because to me now, it just means nothing getting the blood. Now, the blood they got in the main event, I thought was pretty good storytelling. Now, MJF, did he have to gush from, uh, you know, the headbutt and all that? Probably not. But, but I thought, you know, again, when you're looking at them and, and you're, you're doing – you're doing that match, 60-minute Iron Man match. And and they really did not slow down a lot. They didn't slow down a lot. They they slowed it down at times when they needed to. And then it built back up and, and things like that. They did what you had to do in an Iron Man match. I thought the Iron Man match delivered. I thought little... I'm not sure why they kept Daniel Bryan so strong. As far as why, what I mean is they tie and then, you know, MJF doesn't beat, he beats him because he hits him with the, uh, the oxygen tank in there. Why, why are they keeping him strong? Are they going to, are they going to run this back? You know, when you do Ironman matches and things like that, I don't believe those matches should start the feuds. Those are more matches to end the feud, you know, when Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, at WrestleMania, you, you know, yeah, it kept the rivalry going. The rivalry kept going because the two hated each other behind the scenes. But 
why did you have to, you know, have Daniel get laid out by an oxygen tank to, to win? And then as soon as, you know, that's done, you know, it cuts off. And again, it goes back to also where fans were like, oh, CM Punk's coming out, CM Punk's coming out. And then when it doesn't happen, then everybody's like, oh, AEW did, they did it to us again. They didn't bring them back when they should have. They never said CM Punk was coming back. Fans get themselves so riled up, and then they think, oh, here's the chance. Here's the opportunity for it to happen. And and it's just like they build themselves up to be full. And then especially with FTR showing up, then everybody was like, oh, that's it. If FTR is here, oh, they're going to bring, you know, CM Punk in. And it's just like fans build themselves up for more heartbreak than everything. But I do believe that they need to get more solid booking in the middle of the card. And by that, I mean, you know, powerhouse Hobbs. I think he needs to be, he needs to get a push. Now the other thing goes with Wardlow winning last night, powerhouse Hobbs is getting a match on Wednesday. Wardlow ran through Samoa Joe and now loses to powerhouse Hobbs. you know, and then the way he won the thing, you know, You've got 27 ladders outside the ring. Throw that ladder down, go get one, and, and march your ass up the ladder. Don't have five referees trying to hold the ladder. I, I thought it took away a little bit from there. It's like, you know, it's like it's one of those things where I get the ladders broke, then you've got more ladders out there. You know, there, there's small little things with a and WWE too, man. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here in ring performance performer. By performer, both companies to me kick ass, man. I can't, you can't sit there and go, no, that guy don't belong here. No, but a lot of it for me, and, and again, I've, I've said it all the time. I, I I look at it as storytelling, man. And and I just, in some of the AEW stories, and maybe it's my fault too, because I look at it and go, hmm, I probably would have done this instead of that. And ultimately, I get it. They were trying to set up for FTR versus the guns. But I ultimately would have, I would have flipped daddy ass, and I get it. Merchandise sales are through the roof. We can't, we can't lose that cash cow. But it would have made more sense to me, I believe, long term, if you would have flipped Billy Gunn on the acclaimed and put him with the guns. And then, you know, he could have been that, you know, the Billy Gunn DX type character. And and given some insight to the guns, because to me, the guns have no damn reason to be in the ring with FTR. They're not on the same level yet, man. The guns, the guns can go. I get that, but they're not on the level FTR. The young bucks, they're not on that level. And then the young bucks and Kenny Omega dropped the trios title. Why? Because Tony Khan's been hearing everybody talk about AEW tag team division kind of sucks now. And he was like, oh, doo -doo -doo -doo. FTR, let's come back at Revolution. Bucks, you're going to drop the titles because I guarantee you now you're going to see a small increase in the tag team matches. You're probably going to see on Dynamite and your Dark and Elevations and all that because ultimately that's what they're going to have to get back to because their strengths used to be the tag team division and the women's division. And both of those 
kind of going down a little bit. Although Hader, I think is probably, you know, great as a champion. It's, it's them working the rest of it. Now with Ruby Soho changing and being with, you know, Soraya and uh, Tony Storm. Does that help that group be more heelish? I mean, I, I do like what you're saying, Frankie, with, with Ruby So turning heel. I think her character is a heel character. The look, the demeanor, she just looks to me to be more evil than trying to be a, a fan, you know, like a baby face. And like, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, no, nothing about you says, you know, hug me. It says, I'm going to kick your ass. That's the way I look at there. Um, let's see here. Uh, MJF throwing the drink on that kid was classic. Yeah. And, and the funny thing about it is some people I think thought he was a plant and nobody can confirm or deny anything, but he got very upset. Amanda Uber, who's in community relations with AEW went out. Uh, Will Washington, who is a uh, journalist, uh, went and bought foam finger for him. And, and they, they he did go get to go backstage and meet his favorite wrestler, powerhouse Hobbs. So they, um, they, they kind of, you know, you know, sewed it over a little bit, I guess, if if you, you know, if you want to believe the stories there, um, there was talk that there wasn't water in that bottle. It was a, uh, I'm sure we've all done it before. You sneak some, uh, clear liquid into a show and, um, that, um, that might've been part of the issue there, but again, it's, it's what he does all the time. He always throws drinks in, in the faces. You you've watched what he does. That's, that's his heel move. He grabs a drink, he throws it in the face, grabs water, throws it. That's what he does, you know? So, Hey, ultimately, Hey, the kid got, and I think he got free tickets to the dynamite. So that might tell you how good dynamite's doing, uh, selling tickets. Um, said, I do feel the, the match between MJF and Brian lasts a little too long. Best match was Moxley and Hangman. All right, Frank, I'm going to ask you this. Why was Moxley and Hangman the best match? Because the mat turned brown from all the blood that was laying over there? Is, is that where is that is that why it was the um the best match? Um I think AEW needs a strong promo guy. MJF is okay, but sometimes only. Yeah, but also I I think the other thing, and and I, who was it that said this? I believe it was Kurt Angle, I read, had said that he thought WWE was more organized than what AEW is. Because, again, remember, AEW does give these guys flexibility. They give them talking points, and they can go out there and and kind of, you know, free flow, which is good for some. Don't get me wrong. It allows you to be your character. But the reason WWE doesn't allow that is because they know next week already kind of what are they have an idea of where they want this to end. And if you're going out there and you go into business for yourself and you cut a promo and it goes different direction, now what? Everything has to change. That's why WWE keeps it so, you know, organized. But hey, basically, hey, here's your script. Uh, Sean, do you think Sean Michaels is setting up breaker to take full operations for dynamite? 
I have to. I'm recording uh, right now. Um, NXT. I have not watched it yet because I'm doing this show, and then I got in from the better half's birthday dinner. Um, Sean, do you think? Oh, okay. I think you just rewrote that again. Okay. I'll have to have to look at that, Anthony, man. But again, NXT has gotten a little bit better to me, but I think a lot of those guys are going to be leaving. I think you're Carmelo Hayes, Cameron Grimes, Ron Breaker, I guess, will be the champion. I don't, Again, I thought they could have made NXT a traveling brand as well. I don't know if that's in the cards or what WWE wants to do. And if it's not, then they need to push, they need to flow the talent up. You can't keep Carmelo Hayes in NXT and kind of waste him away. You know, Cameron Grimes, same thing. Braun Breaker, you know, you got some guys down there that, you know, to me should be up, you know, Roderick Strong, wherever he's at now. I don't even know what the situation is with him. Um, Big Nick, South Florida Accountability says, Buddy Matthews and Chad Gables, most underrated wrestlers out there. Yeah, I would do that. And then Dolph Ziggler, too. I know he's he's gotten his push. I know he's doing all that, but he goes out there and he makes others look better. And and that is a it's a blessing and a curse because a lot of those guys that can wrestle with anybody, your Buddy Matthews, your Chad Gables, usually don't get pushed to the top because they're good hands. They can work with anybody. You can put them anywhere. They don't need to be a champion, at least in the eyes of the I look back and I look at um, when I watch wrestling, Brad Armstrong, you know, uh, Scott McGee, those guys would win like the Florida championship, you know, the Florida like Southern States title and everything like that. But they were not the, they weren't pushed above that because they were the, they, they were the good hands. They were, they were the guys, you know, like what the intercontinental title used to be, right? Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart. Those were the guys that could wrestle 30, 45 minutes because then Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior can run out there for five minutes and, and everybody goes home happy. You know, so that's that's where I think sometimes when you look at the underrated wrestlers is that they're not they're not necessarily underrated, just they're so damn good that. They get overlooked, man. And, and, and you can call it underrated. I, I call it overlooked. Because I, I think, you know, if Buddy Matthews is 6'4", is 6'5", six, six, he's sitting where Roman is right now, probably. You know, possibly same thing with Chad Gable. The size does matter, man. It does, unfortunately. I know now they're a lot more forgiving and they put the titles on those guys, whereas back in the day, Intercontinental title was the best you could do. Uh, Sean, does the elite get an immediate rematch for the trios titles? I don't know because I saw Kenny Omega. He says time uh, focus. Uh, now I'm focused is what he said. And it was just him and Don Callis. So I don't know if he's going to go back and be, um, you know, you know, um, singles competitor or what he's doing. And again, remember, man, one thing that I love right now is that a lot of contracts are coming up in AEW. And there's a lot of BS going on. A lot of BS. Of, oh, you know what? Oh, oh Omega? Could he go to 
go to WWE? Will Omega go to WWE? Omega goes on podcasts and is like, you know, yeah, I, I got friends there and I could see myself there. To, to me, I, I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. But I can tell you now, if another high level, to me, if another high level, like your Kenny Omega's uh, Young Bucks, um, if Moxley goes back, Jericho said he's never going back, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Moxley will probably never go back either, so that's probably a bad, bad that Rusev, if Rusev goes, to me, I believe that's going to be a bad look, man. And then again, I get it. I know wrestlers leave all the time, but these are guys that left WWE, went to your company, and now said, you know what? Yeah, this is a little bit better, whether it be money. Or, or, you know, or maybe uh, creativity. You know, you get the big machine behind you in WWE, they can push you to the moon. Remember, I mean, Cody's making $3 million a year. So, you know, uh, Don Kyle's going to work with Takashita. Yeah, and that's another one, man. I, that's going to be interesting to see what they do with him as well. Because what he did with MJF was... I think that just showed what that's that just showed what he could do. But then it also too showed how good MJF was. And and look, you can say what you want about MJF. Sometimes he goes overboard on his promos and this and that. He can go, man. He knows how to go. And the the one thing about him is he also knows when to save it. He's not gonna blow it all in one match. Why? Why, why am I going to do everything in one match for what? Watch me grow. Watch, watch the, you know, the entering performance grow. And, not, and, and you can't take that away from MJF. You can't. And he also came out and he told, he said, uh, you know, at the end of, in the beginning of 2024, he can't wait to see his friends in WWE. You know, and again, a lot of this is just, you know, just, just BS talk. So they get everybody talking about it. Um, even though his English is not great, he can be big. I believe so. I believe so. He could be something AEW. I don't know that he, you know, again, they have to figure out, too, their hierarchy. That That's the one thing, too, where I feel like, you know, like, like with, with Jericho. Jericho understands, and he's been putting over your, you know, um, action and dreadies and, and your guy. He put over Ricky Starks at the pay-per-view. He understands his role. His role is to be that guy to, to make people hate you and then to elevate the younger talent. That That's where he's at right now in his career. And then he'll get in the Jericho Appreciating Society. They'll help him win a couple matches here and there so that it keeps him up as well. But he understands that he's there to, you know, watch over these young guys and to elevate them into being, you know, the best that they can be. And you watch him week in and week out. That's why he's doing the rampage also. And I just, you know, I think they need to figure out too what, what their hierarchy is. Who's their, who are their main eventers? Who's their mid-carters? Who's the... Opening matches and dark matches. I get it. You don't want to put it that way, but I think in a dark room, Tony Khan and his 
whatever creative team, they need to go through and figure out, okay, this, 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 these are the guys we need to push. These are the guys we'll put a little bit behind. And these are the guys we just kind of let flake around. But I think they're, they're trying to do too much with too much talent right now, not enough TV time. And we've talked about that before. Apologize there. I had a little tickle in the throat. All right, but we've been going about an hour now, man. So um, I appreciate all of you for tuning in tonight, man. We're back here. Uh, it'll be 8, 8.30, um, depending on, you know, the – I don't think next Tuesday anything's going on. So hopefully it'll be 8 o'clock. Just check the posting. I'll try to post them right after the Big O show on Tuesday afternoons. Once I know about time of what time the show will go on, I will put it on there as well. But um, Karen Joseph says, AEW, let's go. And again, man, I'm not here to bash AEW. I'm not here to bash WWE. I give my opinions on stuff, what they could do better, what they can do, you know, what I think they could do better. What you know, And again, other people's eyes, they didn't do no wrong. WWE walks on water. AEW walks on water. Eh, we can have our respectful uh, debate every week right here. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on the Big Old Radio Show YouTube channel. I am your host. I am Sean Stanley. You can follow me at Instagram and Twitter at Sean underscore Stanley 11. We can discuss wrestling then and everything else that you want to talk about. <laughs> Bash me if you want. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. But in the words of the great Gordon Soley, so long from the sun shine state.